It's right behind you. Hi, I'm Avital Ash. I'm Jessica Richards. And this is... He's right behind you. Ah! Today, on the podcast, we have a very special first-time guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Ah! <laughs> I'm Brendan Clifford. <laughs> Hello, Brendan. Hello. Thanks for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Brendan is a writer and an actor. Mm-hmm. And also will one day break out as a singer, maybe. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? Uh, I'm a director as well, but it's, oh. been a, it's been a while. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. for sure. Well, get ready to star in a, an incredible project. I'm down. <laughs> Great. I'm ready. All right. Uh, is there anything else you want people to know about you? I'm Ginger. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Uh, I have an identical twin. Oh, right. Uh. I knew that, but I wasn't thinking about it right now. And uh, I'm a very sensual person. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a good horror movie you could make with your twin. Well, yeah, yeah, twins are always scary. They are. Okay. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> no <I> mean, offense? <laughs> That's like saying uh, yeah, brunettes are always scary. <gasps> That's, has yeah. there been a movie where twins were not the scary ones? Where there's like, where twins were you like You mean the... a horror movie where they're not, or a movie in general? <laughs> in general. This, uh... Yes, there have definitely been twins portrayed on the But I mean, like, I wonder if there's a horror movie where the, where the twins are the, like, main characters and they're not scary. Well, arguably the witch, but you thought they were the scariest characters. They were definitely the scariest characters. I don't even the remember witch. there were twins in the witch. Yeah. I clearly don't remember as much about the witch as I thought I yeah. did. Yeah, Maybe they were boy and girl twins. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's not different. real. Those are, those are siblings. Born at the same time. Yeah, that's not special. <laughs> Twins have an eerie and spiritual connection that is unlike what any of you could ever experience. I want one. I want a it's twin. It's too late. You <laughs> should have said that earlier. But I, nobody asked me Aww. before I was born. Well. <laughs> is there anything you want people to watch or listen to or check you out? I mean, we'll do like social media plugs at the end. But I mean, I guess you, you could watch the a show that I wrote and acted on called Nightcap, which is available yeah. on Hulu. It's a hilarious. Oh, I didn't know it was on Hulu. Show. It's on. Well, I know it was a pop two series. Seasons. It's a awesome. pop, pop's first original scripted series. Very cool. Uh, which they won't tell you about. They want you to think it's Shit's Creek. Oh. And much love to Shit's Creek, but it was Nightcap. Wow. I always love pop because they reshow Young and the Restless. That's really think into what soaps. a lot of people think pop does. Yeah, and they do. And you got to do some really cool stuff, it seems like, on that show. I did. I got to work with an incredible group of actors as the cast. I got to work with a cr- an incredible slew of uh, celebrities. Who are your favorites? My favorites? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> you know, I really loved uh, having Gwyneth Paltrow on. Yeah. Um, I lo- And I got to do a scene with her. That's awesome. I got to was do she a- just, like, stunningly pretty in person? She really was. She Like, the two people I've worked with that I would took my breath away were her and Charlize Theron. Mm, um, yeah. And I was like, how are you this beautiful in person when that's you're not crazy. even necessarily trying? Well, that's like trying. Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. I've heard her say that she like works out five hours a day. She does all these like, where she eats like only the best things, no sugar, all this stuff where it's like, I can't imagine how pretty she is in person. And she came ready that. too, so I don't know what she wakes up looking like, but mm-hmm. she looked like she floated in on a, <laughs> on a breath, oh my on God's breath. And she looks like she would be beautiful without makeup. Like you said, oh. who knows what she put on already, but I feel like it doesn't I mean, we're all matter. beautiful without makeup. Thank you, Brendan. So. That's what I was fishing for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I said yeah, we, Theron. not you. You're included in we. Yeah, but, but I was yeah. thankful. <laughs> I've sounded for a second like I was going to be excluded from we. No, not at all. Not at all. You're a gorgeous person. Thank you. You're welcome. 
So were they your favorites just for their beauty, or were there other favorites? No, their uh, beauty was beside the point. Um, but Charlize was not on Nightcap. That was a different show. But okay. uh, I also loved Tim Gunn. I loved mm-hmm. – God, I'd have to look at the list. There, were, there was literally like one to three every episode I for two Paul seasons. I remember Paul Rudd is in some. Paul Rudd was great. Michael J. Fox. Jim Very Gaffigan. Cool. Very nice. Jim Norton was really fun. Sarah Jessica Parker. Alec Baldwin. Too. I met him once, and he was really funny and charming. Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Yeah, he was that with us, too. Great. I don't know I, – <laughs> I've almost exclusively had good experiences with celebrities, and I've uh, I've ended up by circumstantial chance working with a lot of them. And was that yeah. here or was that in New York? That was in New York. Thanks for the dish. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, what is your relationship with horror, Brendan? Uh, I have a very jumpy relationship with horror. <laughs> I enjoy horror a lot. I'm not a horror fanatic. Like I'm not what I would call a horror nerd. But and I don't mean that in a derogatory way i just mean i'm not uh i don't devour it i don't obsess over it but i really enjoy it when i watch it i uh scare easily i jump and scream and i'd love to hear you scream during the movie (laughs) well we're talking about a movie today with some really choice screams so uh, (laughs) maybe maybe you'll get a little taste (laughs) Uh, but yeah i just i'm not like a gore person but i do enjoy being taken on a ride that it creates sensations that I'm not having in my normal life. Well said. Like, I, I was obsessed with Requiem for a Dream for a while when it came out when mm-hmm. I was a youngster. And it was still the movie I've seen in theaters the most times. I think wow. I saw it five times. Oh, my uh, goodness. Including in New York City after it left the theaters in Connecticut. I wouldn't go in to see it, but I, when I would go in, I would make sure to see it also. Because I was just, like, addicted to this roller coaster of yeah. horror emotions just all these emotions that i was like how do i access this except through that and that's so that funny to me it's a movie it. where i'm like it's a great movie i don't want to sit through it again have you seen yeah. jennifer kent's new movie um jennifer kent she did the babadook and her new movie oh. is uh oh what is it called i know you keep looking at me but i didn't see it oh the nightingale no but i heard about it and i wanted to see it and i saw it and liked the babadook um I probably will never watch The Nightingale again, but I wonder if it's something oh. that you would watch multiple times. Oh, well, if it if it accesses oh. parts of my oh. emotions. Oh, it I... does. <laughs> okay, I, I look to forward to watching thoughts. it at least once. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> Do you have a favorite horror movie? Well, there are so many categories of yeah, horror. It's so true. it's like, are we talking about the go- the ones that are like Academy Award worthy, like your Shinings, your Rosemary's Babies? Mm-hmm. Your, I don't know, Nightmare get Before out Christmases. Academy Award winning. Now. Academy Award Lambs. winning. Get out. Great. So the, among those, like it's hard to, hard to. Your pick. personal favorites. It doesn't have to be like what is objectively considered the best movies. Just. But I mean, like uh, that's a category, and then there's also like you know campy horror, and there's well, what's, gory what's horror. What's your favorite? What do you prefer? It, it depends on the mood. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like ask me what my favorite food is. Oh, mm. I sushi, chocolate chip cookies. There's my answer. But those are two different things. Yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah, you can give a I'm couple answers. I'm a cookie answers. monster. If oh, we're here to talk about cookies. monsters, I'm a cookie Love monster. <laughs> mashed potatoes used to be in, those were my three favorites. But lately, they haven't been, I haven't had good mashed potatoes in a long time. Wow. I mean, I guess I would go with a good lasagna with a lot of ricotta <laughs> and Ooh. chocolate chip cookies and maybe ice cream. Wow. I'm obsessed with those things. All right. Uh, See, it wasn't that hard. And so Mar- now do it Marzipan. for Marzipan. Any, anyone who knows me from dating apps knows I'm a Marzipan wow. queen. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> That's on the dating app. <laughs> it's on the dating app. Oh, for sure. He loves Marzipan. It's on my Twitter also, I think. Really? 
at Brendan, please. Yeah. Uh, I got lots of that at World it. Market. That's the only place I know where you get marzipan. I don't know where well, you get Well, I don't marzipan. usually go get, like, just, like, chunks of marzipan, but I like things <laughs> that World have Market, marzipan. Like a cake. <laughs> I, I mean, I would. <laughs> it's best to have in the house, of course, for yeah, guests, if guests course. come over. Just marzipan. Folgers and marzipan. <laughs> <laughs> as you do I was raised right I know how to entertain <laughs> <laughs> so what's your marzipan of horror movies slash ricotta lasagna are there like a handful also if you don't know we can oh oh yay good let's see if the, this list stands up so okay so there's I like yeah, I really too. love something like you know a Beetlejuice like mm-hmm, that's like mm-hmm. creepy and and, funny. and dark and takes place in that kind of setting but is funny and clever and and creative I also like the things that scared me like poltergeist has distinct trauma mm-hmm. for me uh, so that and I think it's is that really the scariest good. movie you think you've ever seen I know this is not an easy I question no it's really not <laughs> I was trying to think of things that scared me as a kid and like I got really freaked out at parts of like Temple of Doom mm-hmm. uh, like when he's like taking the guy's heart out yeah. And Jessica, horror movie? Eh. Wow, I thought you yes. say yes yeah. for I know, everything. I usually do. I don't know if Temple of Doom. I know. It's I don't, more action. I don't know if it I is. Do it's either. an action. I, it isn't. But it, like that's that, a very cre- scary moment. That though. yeah, that yeah. haunts me. And like, there's right. a Pearl Jam song that haunts me. And like, ooh, which Pearl Jam song? It's not Jeremy. It's the one that ends with do 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 do. Oh, that's haunting to me too because there there was a story that I don't think is true. That I'd heard about it that I really connected to. That's a paint it black, fade to black. No, something bright, isn't it? Something black. I I was gonna look it up before I came here. I just yeah, I I don't remember what song it is. I mean, I used to listen to Pearl Jam a lot, so I should know. But it was tied to it because my brother would torture me with this when we were kids. It was like actually a mix of the Temple of Doom Doom scene and that song where he would sing that part of it and then reach out and try to like take my heart out of my chest like the guy in Temple of Doom does. And so they're tied together for me. It's like how I have to get out of this situation before I die. Yeah. Um, Wow, that's great. And did you ever see Fire in the Sky, which Mm -hmm. is not necessarily a horror movie. that one is scary. But it is a scary movie. Oh, very scary. It's about aliens. It's about someone who gets abducted by aliens and then comes back and people don't believe him. And I do oh. believe the the boy from E.T. as an adult is one of the stars of it. I like him I remember seeing that as a kid and being terrified. It was terrifying. Yeah, because they, like, torture him. Torture him And just me. the images of the aliens, not. like, where they, like, the pods mm-hmm. of them all there. And it was And everyone thinks upsetting. he's crazy. Yeah, the not being believed is really scary to me. For some reason, aliens have never scared me. Well, it's me. someone who's gone through a trauma. Right. And it's like, they're going to come back and everyone's like, you're crazy. Yeah. It's that's it's really, it's a really scary. It, would you consider it a horror? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I As so. a kid, I remember being terrified by yeah. it. It's funny how there are things I've mentioned on here before that there was like a moment in an episode of Full House that scared me to where I ran out of the room. But that's not a horror. But yeah, yeah there are, like there's well, just moments. Yeah, it is interesting what defines it. I mean, also, do you guys know the movie The Gate? It yes. came up on here before. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that, I, my brother recently reminded me, he sent me like some clips of it. I was like, I can play this whole movie in my head, but I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. And that is what it is. And that was always a big thing. It was Benji or Steven who said that that scared That's them the most. That's why we're best friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we should meet them. They're great. Yeah, Benji and Steven, we have to meet. They're awesome. Uh, You'll love them. Like, and like Return to Oz is like, is yeah. that a horror movie by accident or on purpose? Right. And like, can't be like whatever happened to baby jane like stuff like that i think like that, that counts as a horror movie 
Probably. Yeah, I mean, I've never I don't seen know. Yeah. It, on horror list. it only has so. like a couple yeah. of minor things that qualify as like horror things, right. like but when she so serves her the rat. That are like that. You what? There's so many that are like so many horror films. Uh, like we just did Freaks on here, and like most of that movie is not a horror movie. Right. And then it's like the very last two minutes is what makes it a horror movie. Well, right. and like Rosemary's Baby only has like. Most of it's just like a psychological, like drama. Drama, and yeah. it happens that like some of that is too. caused by devil worshippers. But yeah, and there's like the dream sequence, and then there's the end. Most of the rest of the movie right. is just a woman having some complications with her pregnancy and her marriage. Right. Uh, I think my favorite getting skinny, which is uh, <laughs> I, I, I welcome like... a horror like that. <laughs> First, you lose a lot of weight, then you plump up. Was like <laughs> that's not how pregnancy works. <laughs> Um, do you have an image either from a movie, a book, something in your imagination or a life experience um, that you think is the scariest? I mean, like scary moments or images from yeah. movies. From, oh, from movies? From movies it could be or anything. Life. Yeah. We're opening it up. Yeah. <laughs> or life. You really yeah. are. That, We're that opening is it up. Open. Or a dream. Yeah, anything. okay. So What's... it's subconscious, psyche, yeah, from actual reality, and fiction Which content. Which gave us content. a good one of the Pearl Jam song and the hand reaching. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I had a nightmare that haunted me forever. I used to be terrified of my mom dying uh, and being left alone also, but also losing my, my actual mom. It's about you, mom, if you're listening. Uh, but I was very scared of that. And so I would have nightmares of like her... Like being dead and me having to like figure things out, or not. I had one that I always remember about waking up and my family is like being burned alive in the house by this like crazy guy with like a fire gun, and I had to like go hide in the ventilation ducts and like try to save myself or something like that. And I have images from that that haunt me always. I also was, I think. I had sleep paralysis once that I will always wonder if I was abducted by aliens mm -hmm. and I do have friends that think I might have had some sexual trauma that this is being experienced through. Related to the aliens or separate? Uh, separate okay. from the aliens. Okay. Um, I have no idea. But it was probably just sleep paralysis uh, where, you know, I woke up but wasn't awake and yeah. couldn't move and was lying in my bed and everything That's felt terrifying. like it was like pushing down on me and I like couldn't get away. Uh, and that I remember forever. Um, I, when course, you said it, the, the home invasion stuff with the whole family, that was a recurring nightmare for me too. Not specifically fire, but people with guns and I could see them coming through the window and was trying to figure out how to warn my family who was on the other side of the house and like, is it better to run out and try and find help? But what, you know, just like that panic and absolute terror. I remember those dreams so vividly. Yeah. Yeah, I have those where someone is trying to get in through the front door and I'm going to try to shut and lock the front door. And as I'm like going to lock it, they open the door and I'm like push it. I'm like trying right. to push the door closed. I have those all the time and it's so scary. It's so scary. And those are like in horror movies. Yeah. You see yeah. that all the time. They're like pushing either just in time or the fingers make it in or. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Do you have a stuff. greatest fear? Is um, it maybe your mom dying? It's my twin brother dying mm -hmm. um, and me dying. So I don't know in which order, but uh, <laughs> both terrify me. I, we were talking before about like every time I go on a plane, I think like, okay, this is it. Or I don't want to go in for any even minor surgery because I'm like, well, if I'm not prepared to die, I shouldn't take this chance yet. Right. Um, it's funny because I have a version of that, but it's really serene. When I'm on a plane and I start to think it's going to go down, 
I suddenly become very zen about it. And I'm like, all right. And it's even better with surgery because I start to go like, I might die, but God, this feels good. <laughs> That's nice. That's yeah. A nice I don't, yeah, I don't have that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, mine is like, why Why didn't I achieve all of the things I was, yeah. I, I, my That my would ambitions. be me sober going under. But after they're like giving you, they, they inject you with some stuff and it's good drugs. Yeah. And then well, no, I'm mine like, was that I didn't want to die before I saw the end of Lost. Yeah, that's Because <laughs> I really needed to know the answers. And then when they revealed that they didn't have the answers, I was like, well, I guess I could have died. I mean, I was so traumatized when they canceled Absolutely Fabulous that after <laughs> that, there's like no fear left. It's like, now, <laughs> now I can do whatever I want. Uh, I really had it with the end of Game of Thrones where I was like, I can't die before that finishes. And then I And then it finished and you're like, mm, yeah. I could have oh, died. God, yeah. 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 Such a bummer. Yeah. It makes oh. the Lost ending look a lot better. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of the I I I I don't waste my time defending the lost ending to people. But I, I do all the time. I will. I'll get into it. <laughs> I'm glad to meet someone who also. Because I still say of every show I've ever seen, Lost was the most fun I've had watching a show. The yeah. experience of watching it and then like spending the next week trying to decode it. Absolutely, I was, was there the for the ride. Fun. Yeah, I had and it's so much fun not too. The destination. People, if you are marathoning Lost now, you just are missing that. I oh. did half that and half. period in between was the most fun of like going onto message boards and being like, did you know that this was backwards? Did you know Nerd. that this is this? So right. I, I felt lucky that I got, I, I missed it for the first like four seasons and then I binged it like when I was done with a job for six weeks or something and then I watched the rest of the show live week to week which it was so much fun and I miss that about TV now. Yeah, uh, There's very few shows like that and I, Really don't like the streaming culture. half of what you did, which is watch the first however many, three or four seasons. And then when it came back to live TV, I was like, that was so much fun. I'm going to wait for it to finish. And then Uh. I didn't finish because everybody hated (laughs) the ending. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, and you know what? Fuck everybody. That's the one thing. Not to turn this into a lost podcast, which is my (laughs) next podcast. Uh, Yeah, you should start one. It's a bit off. Um, (laughs) But everyone gets the ending of Lost wrong. And that's what really used to drive me crazy. All right, I'm going to watch it. I do want to finish it, so... And hard that they had. I mean, there were certainly elements of horror. Elements of oh, horror yeah. in there. Do you and great character development. Yeah, which is what you like. I do. <laughs> I do. Which like we're it. missing in the crush. For oh my god, I love the characters. Sure. In the crush. And for Alicia's character, I think for all the characters, really. Mm. Oh, we're gonna. Yeah, good. Well, we'll get all right. Into it. No, uh, for for a majority of the characters, yeah. which explains part of why Jessica loves it because she I does not like character development. Well, it's. Not oh, you must I, love Phantom of the Opera then. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh well, you're missing. Have out. you seen it or heard it or anything? I have. I saw That's the one a with horror Emmy musical, and I don't got, like musicals. I'm. Can I go? <laughs> can I go? You can go off. On I Jessica. like. Only, I will happily I really go off on Jessica. I only like like maybe three musicals. Which three? Um, I love Grease too. Well, love, that's for camp value, yeah. I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. Of course. Same, same um, camp value. I liked Chicago. The movie or the stage the show? Movie. Both. Yeah, I, I did too. Uh, I have tickets to see Hamilton this go-round, so I'll be seeing <gasps> a musical. I, I just I will take any <laughs> opportunity to, to correct someone's wrong. They're not that expensive if you go ahead. Is there something, and we keep I keep like warning guests that this is going to be a question and then not asking, but is there something that is not a horror but feels like it should be based on the plot or certain elements. Speaking of musicals, Cats. Yeah. Oh, Have you guys seen it yet? I no, but I've seen the trailer. But when you like were talking haunting. about movies that, that are like borderline, I felt like just from what I've heard about Cats that it could be traumatizing. It absolutely could be, I would think, to people. And uh, there are elements, not of horror, but like some of the music. I mean, if you play a clip of any amount of time of the overture – 
it will sound like a horror movie. But you start that with the like, it's like very freaky music. Whoa. It's part of why I like the part of it. Oh, thank you. It doesn't do it justice at all. But that just like having semi-human cat figures running around and also yeah. there are parts of the movie that aren't even in the show like where there are cockroaches dancing and yeah, awful things clips. that are really upsetting uh let's talk about the crush yes. i love this movie i was so excited to do it because i really i couldn't believe when you posted it when avital posted it on facebook if, if anyone is a fan of it i had just talked about it on two separate occasions that very week to people Whoa. that didn't know what it was and i was like how do you not know the craft. This is part of our the childhood. Crush. So the, the, the crush. I mean, the craft. He thinks an, we're doing. I the mean, craft the craft. What? Are, can we talk about the craft? <laughs> that is one of my too. favorites for sure. Came and up on the so last, last episode. Yeah. And a very uh, formative yeah. movie for and, sure. And it's a rare we area where we it. overlap. We both love Scream and the Craft, but we don't love a lot of the same horror. Movies. Oh, those are both fantastic, of yeah. course. Uh, and there's a new craft coming out. So maybe yes. when that comes out, you should talk about yeah. them both in the same one. But That'd be fun. Or two. Or don't do it. This isn't my pod. <laughs> no, it's a great idea. Want. So yeah, what did, what made you so excited about The Crush? I had seen it oh, several okay. times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and I you just, love it. It's iconic. In, there are so many like images and scenes and Alicia Silverstone's weird little cherubic smile. Oh and God, her, she's so good in this her movie. Her screech is. is incredible. It is crazy that this is her first movie. Yeah. yeah. Because she just, she walks all over everybody else's performance. She's like, a star. She's so yeah. good. The woman is a star. The girl at the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Still a girl, not yet a woman. That's yeah. not the lyric, but, but it's a plot. I mean, just it's the introduction truth. to her where he's driving and he almost hits her and she doesn't like blink an eye. No. She and just which, like lowers her sunglasses and yes. gives him a look. Which is that moment is away. Yeah. one of several like very clear either copies or homages to Lolita. To oh. Tim yeah. Kubrick's right. Lolita. Yeah, it felt the very sungla- The glasses yeah. are, it's like, oh, this is a 90s shots. version of that. Yeah. I mean, her bathing... At the pool is very low and lowering the glasses again. She takes off one side of her It's fully, if it hadn't been based on a real story, apparently, I would say this was him trying to, him, the director, trying to do a modern Lolita thing. Yeah. Because it's also Lolita. very Lolita. Yeah, Yeah. a professor. This isn't a professor, but he might as well be because he's a British person speaking in a (laughs) fake American accent. (laughs) And he's he's renting a room in the parents' house. Yeah. He's a writer. Either way, he's a writer. And, uh, yeah, and he rents a, a room yeah. in the house. Uh, yeah, he gets a little guest house. Yeah, it's very Lolita. I just was like, wow, you are out of the gate, either stealing boldly and yeah. blatantly from a famous and very imagery iconic movie, or because even the poster of Lolita is right, that first sunglasses. image. Yeah, same as uh, this one. Yeah. But then, or you're doing an homage and like, this is what we're getting into. I'm right. taking this and I'm running with it. Yeah, it's like Lolita meets Fatal Attraction. Yeah. But yeah. with an underage girl. It's the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Well, the underage girl's the Lolita. Yeah, we, yeah, it is. But it's so, like, to make her... Like, Lolita is a much more layered... Um, the movie and the book, but, mm-hmm. like... Or either movie of it. Um, Isn't she older, though, Lolita? Isn't she, like, 17? I didn't think so. Is she I not? think she's meant to be under 16, but I okay. don't remember. I don't, I don't remember exactly either. But, but hearing like this, where she's like 14, I kept going, she's 14. They say 14. it so many times, yeah. including so right before young. he kisses her. And, and 
And she doesn't look 14. No, she, she looks doesn't. 17. She yeah. is so hot in this movie. I know Jessica and I were like talking about that feeling of like, I want to grow up to look like this person. Yeah. But it's like, we want to grow down. I want to grow up to look old. like 14 year old Alicia. <laughs> That's how I felt during Clueless. I was like, oh, Clueless, all of these people. And yeah. I don't know how old they were when they filmed it, but they don't look like high schoolers to me. They right. look older, but not comically older. They're not right. like 902 or 90. No, older. it's like the ideal. It's like, it's the, it's what you want to look like. I want to be 5'10, just like Cindy Crawford. And I still do. I fucking love that movie. And I didn't realize that the crush came first. So when it said introducing Alicia Silverstone, I was like, whoa. Yeah. All right. I, this is a movie I grew up with. I watched Me too, this movie yeah. maybe a hundred times when it, when it came out. And that's when it started and they said her name was Adrian. I was like, it was? It was not. And then I looked it up because I was so confused because I remember she had a very masculine name. And I was like, I don't think it was Adrian. And I looked it up because I was so distracted by the ADR and I noticed it every single time and I was it's like, yeah, what is happening? You it notice happens the stuff so and I never times. do. I would have never totally noticed did. if I hadn't known I kept noticing the Darian. ADR and then I noticed the pattern of it's every time they say her name. See, I didn't know it when I'd watched it many times. Not a hundred times. I'll give you credit for the hundred <laughs> times. I probably watched it like six times. But, uh, or parts of it on TV or whatever. My sister whatever. and I watched this so many times. You had a, a household of note. That they let you watch. <laughs> well, my mom went of back notes. to get her masters, so I was being so raised no by the older part. siblings. Yeah. yeah, I watched a lot of. And stuff that's why you're know. the vixen that you are today. <laughs> that's <laughs> the why I know predatory, a lot of horror. psychotic vixen. Uh, and you know how to get your way or oh. else. But as as do I, as do we all, yeah. I'm sure, from watching you're this movie. You're a redheaded vixen. Yeah. Uh, do, you, well, do you want any lemonade? That whole thing. <laughs> I'm making lemonade. Do you want a class? <laughs> uh, so good. But. God, I love this movie. It's, yeah, it's, uh, wait, what were we going to say? The ADR, you were saying. Oh, the ADR. Didn't... I didn't know about it when I was a kid. And then when I rewatched it for this, I was made aware of it by friends I was watching it with. And it was noticeable in some places to me and not in others. But then I went back and watched the trailer and it is fully Darian. Is yeah, in the, trailer. in the trailer. And wow. moments that I remember from the movie yes, that are in the trailer. I'm like, me too. That's crazy the that pool. they said Darian. Like, the pool? Every time. That pool yeah. scene was cut. Yeah. Yeah, because as, as soon as uh, it starts and you see him look overlooking the pool. So I watched this with my husband, who was very nice because I kept going, oh, you know what's going to happen. Because <laughs> it kept coming back to me because I'd seen it so many times. So I just kept like being like, oh, and then this happens and that did that. And so when I saw the pool, I was like, oh, yeah, there's a great pool scene. I read and then nothing about the pool happened. scene and then I was it's like, such I don't a short remember pool this scene. being in there. Yeah, they apparently but cut she, the pool scene But it was like down. that she oh. knew that he could see the pool, so she swims naked. Oh. Which I feel like I remember, but that's what I remember. Maybe it, we're making it up. Maybe it's like a Shazam, Kazam, whatever. <laughs> yeah, kind of one of those. Yeah, Bernstein uh, Bears. Yes, but I do remember that, and there's some other cut scene that is in the trailer of her pulling the sheets off of them when they're naked. When right. Carrie and her yeah. and the the other woman are Amy. Oh, Amy. Oh, she's so Amy, cool. when she's like, it's okay, Amy. I'm sure some guys like girls with small breasts. Oh, my God. That line, line. That line. I was like, I remember this. There <laughs> were so many times I was like, I know this line. I know this scene. I know this moment. Like, the first time she she smiles, she does her, like, little girl sexy smile mm-hmm. that she does. She's so good at it. In yeah. Clueless, there's, like, what? There were so many moments where I flashed to Clueless. Yeah, because she does like, that to Paul Rudd at one point yeah. when she's, like, when I think it. What is the? I mean, I maybe know the when, like when she's like, "You think I'm beautiful?" on the stairs. Maybe oh, and clueless. Oh, yeah. yeah, and w- and when when he's flashing when she when the flat when it's like all by myself, and then she's like, "Wait a minute." You, I love Josh. I love Josh, <laughs> and it's like flashing back and like a moment when they're on the stairs and they're like, "Oh, when she smiling, pushes it. Yeah, I just pictured it too. That pushing. like dimple. Mm-hmm. 
child oh, smile so of an adult sex kitten. Yeah. Well, she does it too in this one when uh, they're like, did you mark on his car? And she's like, why would I do that? Yeah. yeah. And it's so innocent. And I immediately turned to Brad. I was like, she didn't answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She didn't answer no, it. No, like, she just like kind of smirks and leaves. She knows exactly what So you watched doing. with two friends? Or I did. What was your, were you like, you guys haven't seen it? You have to watch no, it? No, I was just going to watch it. I, I sent you a, a screen, gra- a picture of me watching mm-hmm. it. And then I was like, wait, maybe I can have fun watching this with someone. And a friend who was wanting to watch a movie uh, this week, I was like, do you want to watch this? And he was like, well, yes, that's fun. And my friend wants to join. And then I was like, learned that the friend had the DVD because I was going to watch it. It's free streaming on Amazon. Yeah. And I was going to watch it that way. That's how I watched it. Me too. I was like, I can't believe you have a friend who was already wanted to hang out who has the DVD and is obsessed with it. We had a good time. Yeah. The one I remembered that I was like so excited to finally get to is when she says, aren't she going to tell me to break a leg? And she says, break Break them both. both. (laughs) So good. That That was the one. That has been in my head since this. Like, I've never forgotten that line. It's so funny to me. I mean, that is like the original mean girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Only she's like right and a nice girl. Yes. Right? Isn't it? Uh, Amber yeah, Cheyenne. Says it. Yeah, Cheyenne. Um, uh, which Amber T- Benson is so cute. Not Amber Tamblyn. Did I say Amber Tamblyn? Oh, Amber you did. On the last one. Yeah. Amber Benson. She's so cute. I mean, we can always toss out to Amber Tamblyn, too. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no reason not to, to yeah, deny sure. her. She's I keep also. bringing her up because I love General Hospital. <laughs> I actually never. I, I, up that she's way. married to. David Cross. Oh. Amber Tamblyn? Who's married to the guy from SNL? Which one? Taryn Killen. Oh, Kobe Smulders. Oh. Both of these are funny names to me. (laughs) Women with established careers who I happen to not know or have seen almost anything of their oeuvre. There's a song really early on that I loved, and it sounded like Talking Heads, and I was trying to figure out what it was, and the soundtrack to this movie is weirdly hard to find in an era where everything's been digitized. Like, I'm sure you can order one on eBay or Amazon, but to find a digital soundtrack for this was really hard, although I figured out I the track. I don't even know if the soundtrack ever existed. The, it must the have, friend, right? The aforementioned friend of the friend said he wanted the soundtrack so badly as a kid, but and I asked, why didn't you have it? He said, because it didn't exist. That's crazy. I don't know if he's right or not. Well, what they didn't this? put out soundtracks to every movie. They still don't. But you'd think I this was a, this was movie so won two MTV no, no, no. movie awards, yeah. damn it. They put don't put out soundtracks to every movie. They would have no. made money. The track My House by Chris because Money. They how, gave okay. up money. But I'm not a music person, and the only way that I really discover music is through movies. So there have been a ton of movies where I've gone to try to get the soundtrack, and it's like, yeah. that doesn't exist. This isn't one of those movies. I mean, they put yeah. one out for Disturbing Behavior. They put mm-hmm. one out for oh, the, well, the, the, the Faculty. But yeah, that song, if you can find it. Chris Coango, My House. I was like, this is so good. Oh, is that the one? Is this the hip hop one that she's bathing, sunbathing to? No, but. Because that moment is so funny to me. Uh, yeah. Now I don't. Oh, where she. He's we, like working, and then he hears this hip hop music. Oh, yeah. And it's so on the nose, it's unbelievable. Because he looks out his blinds and he sees her sunbathing in her Lolita mm-hmm. get up and glasses mm-hmm. and, and everything. And the music playing, I, I should have looked this up before, but it, the, the lyrics are basically over and over again a guy saying, You can taste this if you want it. <laughs> something like or you can touch this or you can have it and then the next thing that happens in each round of that is a girl going "Mm." uh and i just love it so much i can't and it like to have hip-hop music just introduced in this scene that's like we've never had this before there's no 90s context and especially looking back i don't know if at the time it sounded normal and of course it's nor it's still normal but like it's such a 
it looks like a white person movie trying to be hip at the time, yeah. especially when hip hop wasn't like permeating every yeah. part yeah. of cult- pop culture. But especially like this older professor type <laughs> guy looking down on this like underage white girl sunbathing into yeah. like hi- very sexual hip hop. <laughs> well, it's so strange in the beginning when he's looking to get a place <gasps> and the mom says, I wonder it's the same thing. This will be great. You know, my husband and I are gone a lot and we want someone to look after the place. And it's like, you're so excited for this like 28 year old man to be watching over your 14 year old daughter while you're both gone all the time. They're encouraging her to bloom. Yeah. So, they're like encouraging the relationship between yes. the two of them. I thought it was also really weird, and this should have also been extra suspicious to the mom, is that he like sees the outside, and granted, it's beautiful. He doesn't even look, he doesn't look inside. inside. He says, I'll take it. You know what he has Without seen, though? Her. her. Yep. But also, I Adrian don't know or how Darian. As I don't know how he knew that she lived there. Because that's the mom says that. No, but no, she but also rollerbladed right into the that driveway. Okay, so he and was then on he his saw way the there. sign that says like so. rent room for rent. Mm-hmm. Oh, before we move on from the beginning too, which I'm sure we'll discuss every single scene in order. But uh, <laughs> the how can we not? I don't know. <laughs> we have the shot list here, so. Uh, which I'm sure you'll put up on the website. Of course, um, of course. But, the website that we have. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did you guys think that it was a stunt double rollerblading? Because I didn't because she didn't seem great. It, well, that's what makes it so funny to me because me and the friends I watched it with all got convinced that it was a stunt double. Interesting. Because she comes out and they like cut to her at the car where he stops and almost hits her. And then she does her like face acting and then she rollerblades away sort of badly. Yeah, sort of She's bad. got this very wig looking hair that oh, is longer that. and more straight than her hair ever looks in the rest of the movie. Her body looks a little different and tanner. Hmm. And her face from the profile that we see that doesn't look like her. Wow, I did not It could know. very well be her. That. I have been wrong I know that before. they got a double for her butt. Oh yeah, for sure. So Which the, the, legally yeah. would Maybe well, they wanted it to be the same butt because the, the butt is what we see going away. The IMDB had it like a crazy thing that was like a, one of the studio execs was yeah. mad that they didn't have Alicia do it and the director was like, no, she's 15. Oh, I read that, that one of the studio well of execs him. was mad that they didn't, that there wasn't frontal nudity and I think that was even specifically with the devil, the devil, the double, not necessarily Alicia. And then well, the, the compromise the... was the butt. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, I guess if the double is of age, then right. they, well, they can. Said, but uh, like... Yeah, the thing it says on there is that uh, he, the exec demanded they reshoot the scene and have Alicia Silverstone show off her naked body. <gasps> and That's then the director refused so because she was underage. Risque and, and the, wrong. It's, it's a, the executive reluctantly agreed to a uh, body double. Yeah. Reluctantly. It's also like you've already cast this girl. You can't just be like, oh, now you have to be topless. She's literally underage, too. I don't care if you want the character to be. But why is that necessary for the movie? If anything, you you don't want to see that kind of provocative, erotic thing that will make the audience think, oh. She's an adult. She's an adult, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, there's a lot. I mean... (laughs) There is a lot of tricky stuff in this because oh yeah you could never make really this movie try- today oh no they're really trying to put it all on her that yeah. she's the aggressor yeah. which she is that she's the problem which she is but he is so into her in the beginning yeah, and he makes so many he's gross so much mo- more of the problem than I think the movie thinks that he is yeah at especially the time. when you find out that this is based on the director's real experience which in the little summary of that experience that I read it was like. He was immediately not interested in a sexual relationship because she was underage. And when she pressed and he pushed her off, 
like figuratively she then carved into his car uh you suck cock or something like that yeah. uh and, and the parents didn't believe him yeah and then the friend in real life told him that he that she did th- did yeah. this and then she they still didn't believe that it was their daughter and then he moved out right unlike in the movie where it takes your life almost ending yes. to move out. I did really like that one yeah, line bro. where oh he's like, the... as soon as I'm done with this assignment, I'm moving out. Yeah. Because I was like, why isn't he moving? And I screamed at the scene, that's not that's not fast enough. And then when he goes <laughs> to look for the apartment with that old woman, and she's Mrs. like, Tinkerman. I don't know. Yes, Mrs. <laughs> what, Tamarin? Tinkerman. Tinkerman. Great when name. Mrs. Tinkerman <laughs> says, Mrs. Tinkerman. I don't know if it'll be available sooner let's I'll, I'll check in with you at the end of next week or something or yeah. anytime next week and I'm like that's not soon enough Mrs. Tinkerman that's true but I did really relate to being under the pressure of a deadline and being like I can survive a 14 year old for another week but a 14 year old who at this point has <laughs> like made it your life almost ru- yeah. like your life could have been ruined by the things she's already done I think it helps that she's sort of saves him in the beginning by like he gets the cover story and he's suddenly oh, this she lauded writer it. she rewrites his article and I kept thinking he was going to be like um can you proofread this for me? Yeah. <laughs> that he was going to like come to her and treat her like an editor. But that last, the ending scene uh, right before he goes into the house where he where they're like uh, they're leaving tonight you can go in and pack I was like you're not packed yeah. yeah. Like you've been trying to move out for right. a while. He had so much stuff so there. So much stuff. Yeah. That part did make me crazy, right? I was yeah. like, fucking men, get your shit together and you should have been packed and ready to go to Miss Tinkerman's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> anywhere. Ready. Or to your girlfriend's house. What right. really Why amazed me was that her? she was like or she a hotel. fully yeah. understood that this 14-year-old girl not only uh, was she crushing on him and living there, and she knew that she had like when when she erases his Pa- report his paper his <laughs> report or whatever his whole article that he worked so hard yeah, on erased <laughs> yeah and she knows that because she's being asked to Amy right yeah Amy's is being, being asked, asked to, cover. to cover for him and she's not like how are you not moved out yet this right. is a red flag about you she right. then doubles down and then then the girl I don't remember if Adrian says this before or after she erases the the paper but she tells Amy have you been to this makeout yeah, point at the lighthouse? the lighthouse? He took me there. Maybe, Maybe he'll, he'll take, take you. you sometime. Yeah. She has implied bald face that he has made out with her, mm-hmm. and she doesn't bring this up with him. I mean, they did go and to the And did lighthouse. you guys think that he was? She was going to ask him when when he's yeah. packing, and she's like, "I need to ask. Yeah, like, are you I going did. to the the work party or whatever?" Yeah. Instead, she says, not only do you want to go together, but, like, do you want to be my boyfriend, basically? Like, she doubles down on him at this point, which is weird. That's the power of how hot Carrie Ells is. He is so hot in this movie. He's so beautiful. I want to respond to so many things that you guys said where I'm sort of disagreeing. Like, one where you were saying, I do think he is more responsible than the movie lets on. But I also think. He kisses her at the lighthouse right after he says you're 14. It looks like she kisses him and he stops it. That's oh. what I it, They're into that kiss together. Yeah, and I don't. I, my a, word choice is bad. She way. kisses him, but he does. Cont- he keeps the yeah, kiss. The kiss he goes. doesn't push her away and say, not "You're an underage push. girl." He does push her away, but I feel like it's just not not quite fast enough. But I feel like he still does it. And they're both so hot. Is there they're anything wrong so with this? Come on, they should have been able to let. Their and he and he says the line, "If you were only ten years older," which fair, yeah. not fair. But I that's a really weird thing to say to a fourteen-year-old. No, when you're trying to shut someone down, that's not okay. Here's why I really don't like him. Okay. Is okay. So we have this. He whole can't thing. write. He has no flair. <laughs> yeah, it's so unfair. That's established that yeah, he doesn't he's deserve. A good writer. He he has this whole relationship start to build with her. 
They kiss at the lighthouse. He shuts her down. And then later, Amy is like... So see, if you just said he shuts her down, it's not they kiss at the lighthouse. It's she kisses him at the lighthouse. But the he kiss goes on down. for too long. He's into the kiss. And then, and he then keeps it's ro- a romantic moment after that. It's not like, yeah. stop. No, I'm not isn't kidding. Like, come on, we're going home right after that. Not in like an aggressive shutting it down way. I and like, it was uh, kind of... Oh, that was no, sweet, never, but we have to not do this. Not right. until later. She, not you're really. going to stay until... We've all been there. Like... It's not until the party. Where an older man when... kisses you at the lighthouse <laughs> yeah. and like he doesn't shut it down clearly enough. And so you know, because she's looking for the signs that are like saying, I'm into you. I'm into you. And even though I can't be, I am. Because right. you're hot and awesome and smart. Also, this is teaching the world. This is like a slew of movies to, that taught us all to be afraid of smart women and right. aggressive totally. women. And women with totally. agency. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is like, like fatal attraction, mm-hmm. like... Uh, Okay. I wrote down some others. Oh, but what I was going to say is he then, okay, so he has that whole moment with the kiss. He has all these conversations with her. And then Amy is like, she clearly has a crush on you. And he's like, no, she doesn't. Yeah. That's where it's Yeah, like, that's crazy. You I know like that she that. told you to take her driving I like to the lighthouse. He's not taking it seriously. I don't, think, you. I don't think he, it means it when he says she doesn't. I think he's, like, I buy that he says that and doesn't mean it. No, he's like I, blowing I off you. Amy's yeah. concerns. Yeah, exactly, which makes him all the more culpable. More gaslighting. Right. He's yeah. more culpable in the whole thing. Because he's then keeping this private thing he's... and putting this face up to Amy, the right. adult who's looking but at this and saying it's wrong. But also when she comes right. in, he's in the shower and she comes in and he's not like, leave. Yeah, I'm he doesn't tell her to leave. He right. hangs out and talks to her while he's shaving well, with just a towel around his waist. Even, yeah. This is the moment of Pure culpability, undeniable. I'm showing you in the defending your life version of his life. Oh my god, I love defending your life. <laughs> so good. You what? You know this movie, defending your life? It's a, no, I haven't seen it. But it's I also it my view of what uh, death and life really is. It's like yeah. how I live my life is based oh, on that. Yeah, it's my religion. <laughs> but when she comes in when he's showering, and then he says, "Well, first of all, it's super weird when she's like, is this you as a kid or whatever?'" Well, and he says it to me, it? "Can I have I it? That. Please, can I have it? Who?" Fucking wants to have that's so weird. Yeah. That and was where I wrote like seven times red flag, red flag, red flag, yeah. red flag. But then he not only doesn't tell her to leave, but he closes the door part way. Just enough. Just enough. when he yeah. gets out of the shower oh, and goes to shave, he closes it part way. So this is someone who is tempting fate. He is stoking the coals. He mm-hmm. wants to see what she's going to do. He likes the attention from her. Oh, okay. Yeah. To that I say, is there anything so wrong with liking attention if you don't intend to act on it? If you're an adult stoking an adult, the coals yeah. of a 14-year-old girl's crush on you, making it possible for her to see you naked. Like, yeah. we only saw his butt, but maybe she could have seen more yeah, if he had turned around another yeah, direction. At some, po- at some point, you have to be the adult. I want to say something that's going to be very unpopular. And it's not like I have a solution to this, but I do think the movie highlights (laughs) (laughs) highlights in a sense how because she is so smart, she's like this baby genius. Which is also telling us, yeah, be scared of smart women. Right, I love that. Are are toxic and should be punished. You're so right, and I like that there's an awareness of that messaging (laughs) and what's wrong with it. I think that's a great point. Additionally. I think, you know, I've met, and I feel like I was when I was 14, I was like a 20-year-old. And I've met people that are 30 that are clearly like still 11. And just that the whole system is flawed in that like not all 14-year-olds are created equal. And it's not like what he's doing is okay because at the end of the day it is against the law. And so it's wrong and we need some sort of system to keep things safe. 
But at the same time, she's not your average 14-year-old. And she does have a lot more agency. In looks or brains or yeah. agency. Absolutely. She's a or better writer than health. he is. The fact that yeah. she's actually 15 when she shot this is crazy because she looks 17 she's at least. She's so hot. It's crazy. I've seen 14-year-old like girls yeah. that are yeah. children. Although this would be a fun thing with our episode to post us at 14 to post photos <laughs> oh, of us. Oh, that's a fun I feel idea. like I looked like 17 also. Oh. Yeah. And not well, because you felt 17? Really well, yeah, you look like you're 17 now. I still get yeah. carded to see an R-rated movie. That is, like, not a joke. It's I, embarrassing. That's so adorable. You'll have to bleep out his name, but I I think about this and, like, have fantasies about blackmailing this person into, like, being in my movie so I could be a major success. But I made out with bleep when I was 14, and he was at least 21. Uh, oh, wow. You're saying that and not planning to edit it out? No, you're going to edit that name for sure. <laughs> I'm saying we can't we can't release okay. it with his name. Bleeping yeah, it. bleeping that so they can hear us <laughs> reacting to it. Yeah. This is a big star and so sexy. Was so he, sexy. Was he that hot when, when you he were had, 14? Yeah. Yeah. Did he ask for your age or your ID? So he made it with me and later also my friend. And I remember I lied about my age, but I didn't do 17. I mean, I didn't say 18 because that seemed like too much of a stretch. So I said I was 17. And my friend did not lie about her age. Did he make out with her also? Yes. <gasps> Yeah, I don't like any of this. Yeah, he's. I mean, I and think I he's don't close like Carriels. I don't ten, like this whole thing. Ten years older than me, so not I'm, quite the age difference that they have, but close. Yeah, I was a very adult kid. I've always looked like a baby, but I grew up like my brother and sister were older. I was always with my mom when she was doing art stuff. I'd go on trips with her and all adults, and so I had been in situations where like men were talking to me and I was holding my own. And, like, my mom has had to come in and be like, we're leaving now. Yeah. She's 14. Yeah, Yeah. because my mom would be like, this is getting strange. They're really – like, they're having a really intimate conversation Mm -hmm. or something. And, like, I need to get my daughter out of this. Yeah. So I I do feel like as someone who, as a kid, like, always spoke like an adult, I was still a kid. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was getting myself into. It's their responsibility to shut things down. They're the adults. And there's a big difference between 14 and 16 and 18 and all of that. But also, like, even now, I can, I'm never looking for or specifically attracted to like people that look young. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. certainly I've had, you know, encounters and liaisons and or dates even with people that are like 19 or 20 22 and normally i'd be like there's no way i wouldn't even be interested in you to, i couldn't have a conversation right. with you even if you don't i i don't want someone who looks like they're underage but like not everyone who's underage or barely of age looks that age right. and there are people uh, it sounds like all of us i'll throw my hat in the ring i was also older than my age when i was young yeah. in terms of conversation and interests and I had lots of friends that were older than me, and, you know, there are people that are just, you're like, I can't believe you're 19, or I can't believe you're 14. Like, Right. A hundred percent. I have a friend who looks really, really young, and Is this when- me? <laughs> we, we all know who this is. <laughs> this is Brendan. Doing very um, But when people honored. are, like, really into her, especially, like, right off the bat- I feel like it's a little bit of a red flag. Like, I feel like a, a d- more decent person would have to get over the fact that she looks yeah, so young. Yeah, because if they're into her immediately, into it. it's not because of her. It's because, yes. of like, oh, wow, you're of age and you look like a child. That's yes. super hot. And exactly. Exactly what I want. Well, and when he says things like, if you were just 10 years older or are you sure you're really 14, he's letting the door stay open. He is showing that he is interested. Yeah, in her. and that the only That's thing keeping them apart the is the is the little number yes. of her age and the legality of but it. But isn't exactly. that kind of the same thing as like when 
somebody asks you out and you're not interested in them and you're like, ah, I'm in a relationship and you are in a relationship. But the truth of the matter is I wouldn't go out with you anyway. So I feel like it's also just a gentle way to let someone down is like, ah, the age. No, because he also that's, it's so he's leading. Never, he never does this of like, aren't there any boys your age? Aren't there any like he's never. Hey, why aren't that's you true. hanging out with Cheyenne? He's like, I'll be your yeah, friend. Yeah, he never mentions where where is Cheyenne. Because she, she says, shows I don't up have in the beginning friends. and then not until she writes cocksucker on his car. And then yeah. at the end, and after the, you know, yeah. the, Ugh, and the, the part h- where she's swinging, it's also it's a weird so childlike when she's on the swing swinging. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's like, "Will you stop swinging?" And she's like, "Why?" And like she's being so petulant and a child. But then and she's also so creepy in that scene, where which makes you immediately. He's like, "That was a mistake." She's like, "Was our kiss a mistake? Was you watching me change a mistake? Mm-hmm. Oh my is god, is that a mistake too?" And she's wearing like so a good. short skirt and a top that reveals her stomach and is low cut. Yeah. It does. Oh, sorry. Just, just. I'm nervous to move on from the age gap. I mean, I guess we'll be talking well, about it'll the be whole thing. But it, I think it's very <laughs> interesting movie. how different it is, the double standard. Like, Emmanuel Macron is married to somebody that he had a very inappropriate relationship with when he was too young and she was too grown up. But there is this thing where, and I know somebody else who lost his virginity to a teacher, and everyone's like, way to go, yeah, man. I know people who, yeah, like, no yeah, who is- have had underage sexual or romantic relationships. Whereas, like, if it's two men, I feel like you just get, Just bragging like, that I know this. <laughs> <laughs> I if just there's two say, men, though, you're no like, you're taking advantage. And no one likes Mary Kay Letourneau. Okay? Well. No one is in here being like, she's awesome. Way to go to that kid. Which she was vilified. Mary Kay Letourneau is the one who had an affair. She was married with kids. Okay, And yeah, she yeah. had an affair with And then they ended up together? Her. She went to prison. She was went to prison, yeah. and then they got married when she got out of prison, and they had more kids together. I mean, I do and think some of that is having gone to prison because then it's easier to be like, she's a criminal. No, was but she like, hot? People, <laughs> she was pretty. Because I feel like there are there have to be lots of people, whether they're saying it publicly or not, who are like, hell yeah. Yeah. She was pretty, but it was, it, but she was vilified. She wasn't. So I think there are exceptions to the rule, but I think it's it's much more, you're much more likely to be vilified in the reverse, I think if you're male, like so, if it's an older man and a younger it's also boy, more vilified. Older man, younger girl. It's also more vilified. acceptable though to have an older man dating a younger girl because like Demi Moore yes. dates Ashton Kutcher and everyone freaked out and called her a cougar. It, yeah, right. it's an accepted part of like human sexuality that men of all ages want a supple young, not only for looks but also biologically, like right. in theory or not fertile. in theory, but like yeah, this is when you're most fertile. We're supposed to be built to be attracted to that and yeah. and I then mean, people are surprised if a younger man like right now like Madonna is dating somebody who's like in his 20s and like why like, he what? would want her yes. yeah yeah and it's like crazy in that kind of like hell yeah bro kind of thing of everyone understands and this, I'm, I mean this as like we only understand this and we we in our puritanical and every other thing way don't think about what women and girls are wanting and going through and all that but uh, young men and boys are expected to be horny and are expected to want sex and it's supposed right. to be cool and hot when you've done that, whether you're doing it with a girl your age or a hot older woman. Right. And at that age, older is like 27, 32, whatever. Right. But like, that's cool to most people, especially if she's hot. Like this, I mean, this goes for all cases as a general joke and obviously it's wrong when you're, abusing or taking advantage of someone or using your power all of all of the things under that umbrella but there is that general joke that I think has a lot of truth in it that if they're if the abuser is hot it's 
less often looked at immediately right. as abuse. It's looked at as, oh, cool, you got to have sex with this hot person. What right. a yeah, lucky break for you. And there are people that when they're younger and have had a relationship with someone older and they're not of age, that when you ask them about it in hindsight when they're older, they'll go like, yeah, but I really wanted it. Yeah. That still like double down on that. You yeah. Know? Which is fair, but also, yeah. it, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean the adults should be able to do that. It's still statutory rape, you yeah. know? That doesn't, sometimes that doesn't matter. Right. It is, it's a very interesting subject that I don't think the movie really tackles. No. It just sets up the circumstance. But like, you know, as we were saying, people are at different, different ages at different ages. Right. And so legally, I'm certainly not going to defend anyone right. having sex with a minor or anything in the sexual world. But right. I definitely know people that are like, I would not take back that experience. That was part of right. my, not and not and they were raped in that, like, yes, legally they were statutory raped, but right. like, or statutorily raped, whatever. <laughs> but they had a sexual experience that they wanted, that they chose right. with open eyes, whether legally or even in my opinion or not, they right. had the ability or, to have open eyes. What about but, states where the age of consent is 17? Yeah, and are you what, like, how is that a state rule? Fine. Like, why when yeah. you're in a rural area, is it yeah. 16 or 14? And marrying age is still different in different states. Right. And used you, to you be parent, even consent. more. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy right. to think about that you can legally, with your parents' consent, be married at, like, 15. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's usually when a parent is marrying you off. Yeah. Which is a whole other um, mess. But I, I do like how the movie off. just find me a good catch me a cat. <laughs> the movie is trying to show Mama. you that she's like she's special, she's older, she looks older, she's two grades ahead. But then we do have these moments where she's such a kid, like where she's in her yeah. room and her mom's like tucking her in. And you're you to do me that get, always feels like an act versus part of but her. But you do get these moments where it's like she is a small child. Like she's a she small is, child. She is only fourteen. She's a jellical cat, which her cats room, people will get that. But you know, but also like you know, she's a small child in the sense that she's writing like their initials plus you know like sewing them on her pillow. Yeah, that's a very yeah. adolescent thing. Which they must have had to redo that pillow shot. Yeah, they because oh, yeah. that, that and at the end with the, with yeah. the letters. By the way, she's still putting for Darian. You're still the putting real. hearts on on your eyes. You're a child. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I think changing the name from, I understand that it was a lawsuit, but I feel like it was a dumb one because I wouldn't have noticed or cared. And now I'm so much more aware of this person who existed yeah. because of ADRing the name. Yeah. It just how, means all these people are going to look it up to be like, what was that? I mean, I guess, in th I don't know if they did any acknowledgement, if the director or anyone else did acknowledgement when the movie came out well, that it was, it was based on a true story or not, or if that only came out because of the lawsuit. Yeah. But yeah, if it, if it was never acknowledged before the lawsuit, then yeah, you're just bringing more attention to it. But it was but also I, done like after the movie was like seen. Which is why the ADR is so bad and why right. the trailer yeah, still exists with Darian because they, can, they don't have they the money yeah, apparently. For the to bring the actors back. Yeah, you're not going to read, or even, yeah, even those actors. Although yeah. how, how also, can you, you can't get Alicia back at that yeah. age to... To redub herself. But at yeah. this point, like, I saw the movie a million times when it came out, and I hadn't seen it since. So, like, I wouldn't have even, if we hadn't sat down and watched it for this, I would have still thought her name was Darian in the movie. Right. But by changing it, it raises so many so, more questions. Yeah. Like, now and if I a meet a Darian who, like, seems to be of a certain age, I'm going to be like, is that her? Whereas I never would have thought of that, meeting someone we named Darian. We should find Darian. Let's find her. Let's find the crush girl and do exactly <laughs> also, what she was afraid of. I don't have a <laughs> We can't. The trivia is out there on IMDb right. and Wikipedia I know, but and it whatnot, does. So. When you watch the movie and he's so much more culpable, then it makes me look at the director differently because I'm like, was he as culpable? Well, and he's right. more culpable in the movie than he, the director claims he was when Well, especially if the director the is out there saying, um, I, there was a 14-year-old, she wanted to have a sexual relationship. 
relationship. It's like, how did you get that out of her? Like, yeah. what, what is the context situation were you in where she felt oh, comfortable? Geez. I believe that there he could have had an experience where the girl, like Darian in the movie, is more come, aggressive. Is aggressive, comes to his door and is mm-hmm. being very like, you know, yeah. sex kitteny and like, it's pretty clear, especially when someone who doesn't know how to be an ad- a sexual adult, like a child, yeah. <laughs> doesn't. Right. It's very clear when they're like having Trying. a crush on you. And yeah. As someone who's had been crushed on by <laughs> zero children, as far as I know, uh, I'm sure it's very obvious. But maybe the culture was just different and you weren't as afraid of it then. Right. But I feel like now if that ever happened to me, I would immediately go to the parents and say, this has happened. She, I've yeah. already seen what right. I think is that. I want to be open about it. I'm there's I'm no interest out. here and I'm moving out. But you can tell that the dad that read from that yeah, show from is that like show. no, my daughter's an angel oh. and that he probably wouldn't believe it. Well, and how dad fucked doesn't. up is he? Can we talk about the building of the unmovable yeah. carousel, carousel for her dream childhood like playground in yeah. their attic that she never wanted? Well, to me that feels part of why I, I said I her ride being a real horses, dad. Put on is that she like feels like she's trying to satisfy her dad's image of her or something. Where it's like, yeah, tuck me in, and you know, daddy, yeah. and it feels well, like well, and that like well, riding on the swing is like manipulative. It's like yeah. playing up this young girl image right. that she can do as a sexual person and yeah. as well, a girl. Well, and I think it's also we don't actually ever get to that point of them having sex. Like we never see if she. Well, they it, don't, right? Right, they, never they don't. Do it. But because, like, uh, did you guys ever see American Beauty? Yeah, of course. Where Mina Suvari is That was suggested so... on the because you watched the Crush. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Because that what I remember from that one is that Mina Suvari is very like she's seventeen or whatever, and she's very sexual, and she wants to have sex with her friend's dad, and then when her friend's dad undresses her, she becomes like a child. And she's not really ready for all these things that she had been saying. And so then, it, like, That's part of me, me is like, every day. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if, like, in the moment, if they had made it that far, if Felicia Silverstone was like, would shut down, would re- was really willing to have sex, I or like, too. if it was all talk and she didn't really understand. That would have been a, a really child. interesting thing for the movie to explore. And like, right? it was so committed to being an erotic thriller. Which kind of, this is what separates it from something like Lolita, one of the many things. But in terms of quality and legitimacy, like, it definitely worked. And clearly for us as kids uh, watching it for as it's this erotic thriller thing, especially when we're not looking at it in the in the microscope of the way we see gender and sexuality and, you know, power and Me Too and all of the stuff that we are all hyper aware of now right. in ways we might not even have been or might have been then. But like the world at large or the American society, at, at least in, in terms of publicity, is, is aware of this. But they don't – this is what I was saying before. Like character development, there aren't a lot of layers to it. We do get right. like that she's smart. She's lonely and isolated because she is – Ahead of her classes and her friends, she has difficulty. The only friend friends. she has, she's forced to be friends with. Yeah, which also it seems like she's the one in power in that relationship. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, for sure, Cheyenne doesn't seem like she's like. Ugh, I can't believe you have to tag along with me. But clearly, Cheyenne doesn't like, like her. her because she's the one that goes to Carrie Ellis and says this happened before. But you know, teenage girl, she's just trying to get in his pants. Also, <laughs> <laughs> I did not buy. But then uh, the one time a sort of lack of character development worked for me is when Cheyenne goes to scope him out. Remember, she like sends. Uh, oh yeah, she sends her up first. Yeah, Darian, Adrian sends Cheyenne yeah. to go look at him. She's already seen him, so it's not first. She sends her like. But second. before she goes upstairs to start talking to him. 
Right. She sends. Yeah. She saw him on the street, but she hasn't spoken to him. Okay. Yet. Yeah. So, so are we she... saying Cheyenne is just trying to destroy Darian on purpose? Oh well. <laughs> maybe maybe later she knows what she's capable of but at this point Cheyenne goes up and when Adrian asks about him Cheyenne says he's old yeah and I did not buy it because I said I was like he's clearly hot to anyone yeah he is so objectively hot that nobody looks at that man and goes he's old but then he wasn't particularly charming or <laughs> likable and then i was like yeah okay i could see him yeah i thought that where she's someone. like why are we so interested in this guy he's old well, oh, he's, I didn't. he's like beautiful but like when I you're that age horses i mean, at 14 i would have noticed him 100 percent for sure yeah but even if he were less hot like i'm trying to think of an actor that could have also been cast in this movie that was not so like undeniably He's like Prince Charming. Breathtaking. Well, yeah. he was. And he's hotter he's in this the movie Prince's than in, he was Prince Charming. He's yeah. even hotter in this movie than in that. I don't think he's ever been as hot as in this. Oh, I love moment. him with like his glasses and his like very nineties. He wears like a full suit on top and then jeans on the bottom. Yeah. I love the glasses. But I think the character made me I thought I was gonna be just like drooling the whole time. Oh, him with so like a beautiful. cigar and then she takes the cigar oh, and yeah. smokes it. That's hot. I'm actually I'm almost surprised from like a this is the worst thing I'll ever say from like a writer director standpoint like to make it more interesting that he wasn't so if if he I'm surprised he wasn't cast to be less hot than right. Carrie is because then it's like this ups the ante of the erotic inappropriate thriller aspect right. of it because it's like well any teenager who's sexually maturing would be interested in this beautiful right. and not very old guy who's right. living above the in their back house but if he were just like like in Lolita he's not like a hot right. man necessarily there are hot qualities about him depending on and he which movie you're looking name, at but whereas yeah. like what is it Elliot uh Nick, Nick Elliot Nick is like kind of just a hot name <laughs> that's all you girl uh, but <laughs> It's it would be a more interesting study to me of character and people at these ages and in right. this kind of circumstance if he were not so undeniably attractive to most people. I don't know if it would be like the '90s pop icon that it is without. Yeah, such no, it sex wouldn't. Because yeah, leaning into but, its erotic thrillerness yeah. is kind of what makes it. But I agree. I think it becomes kind of more interesting if he is a little bit off, like handsome, but in a in an unusual way. Yeah. Yeah, and then maybe it's also more tempting for him because maybe super stunning girls, women. Oh, can we talk about Amy? Oh, my God. Smoking hot. Amy Maddock is so cool with her suspenders when we first Oh, my God, and her big camera. She looks like she's doing like a J. Crew model shoot. She looks like she's right out of like George Michael's... which is the one where all the supermodels are in it. Oh, yeah. What is that song called? I don't know the song, but I remember the video. And all the hot. Freedom. God, I was like, I'm getting to the chorus. Okay. Um, she looks like she's right out of the Freedom music video. Yeah. She looks like like Linda Evangelista or something. But maybe hotter, in She's my so opinion. hot. She's so, like, early 90s supermodel hot. Yeah. But Immediately still. I recognized her and was like, what do I know her from? And she's from Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. But um, I remembered the bees. That's like the most the memorable bees, scene me too. in this movie. Absolutely. It's the movie that taught us all to be afraid of bees. That and my, my girl. My, like <laughs> well, 90s, the 90s taught us to be afraid of bees seriously. and women. You taught women me with in the mist that yellow jackets are not bees. They're wasps. Right. So just clarifying because this is only something I learned recently. These yeah, because I've never been stung by a bee, but I've been stung twice by yellow jackets. Also before – okay, so the, the sort of foreshadowing of the wasps oh, yeah. is when – 
Amy is they're having goes a barbecue to scout for sticks for yeah, marshmallows out deep out in their yard by herself. I, by herself. Yeah. I was Which like, why doesn't someone go with her? Well, she, he and on someone else's property too. Yeah. Like it's not like that he owns this place. That made me so right. mad because she was like. He's like, we've got marshmallows and champagne or whatever. And then she's like, oh, I guess I'll go get sticks. And he's like, and that's Great. what he should go. I'll also, go with why you. does the yeah. boss stop by for five seconds to deliver a piece of news and an expensive <laughs> bottle of wine and then leave? Yeah. He doesn't stay for anything. So strange. <laughs> that well, all they had with phones that. then. They had computers. That made sense to me. He was like, good news. I'll deliver it in person. Celebration. But I'm also not, not even a jolly for a, person. A, Bye. Cheer, a cheers or but something. But there's so yeah, much maybe. about the, the Lubinsky. That whole thing, and it's like doesn't it, go anywhere. No, especially my favorite part is there's like one person that's got one line, and he's like talking about the Lebinsky, and it's like some girl's like, "I want to know about his hair." <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Can that's you imagine some, the whole that's like your line? Is, oh <laughs> like, my god, yeah. I'd be honored. Uh, I would too. Actually. But I rewound it because I was like, "What? Well, what about his hair? <laughs> like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, is he hot? It seems like yeah. Is there of... more to this story? Because then I, and not having seen this since a million years ago. I kept feeling like maybe the boss or Lebinsky or someone was tied to the parents because everyone's rich. I was like, is this like a rich right. Seattle thing? Rich, but with no fashion sense. That party at the parents' house. Oh, that's the true. The frumpiness of also, those Also, her clothes. dress when she's playing the piano is weird. It's, yeah, it's I feel like excessive. I it's, yeah. yeah. White off the shoulder, but short. Yes. It's her debutante ball. Oh, oh for sure. That doesn't make sense unless I miss something. So I want to know if you guys caught this. Is at the end when Amber Benson's like, have you heard about Rick? And he's like, oh yeah, I think so. I don't think he has. Why no, I don't just think say, he has No, either. who's Rick? Wait, who's? I don't remember this That was part. the camp counselor yes. that yeah, she poisoned. She, Benson oh, tells, yeah, yeah. or Cheyenne tells Benson. him the story. <laughs> Amber Tamblin. <laughs> Here's my here's my take on that. He's yeah. a reporter. So whenever a reporter is talking mm. to somebody, you always say, uh-huh, yeah, but tell me more. Right. Because you want to get the person talking. Also, they that's say a very, he, but that's they a make very a point of saying thing. several times how good he is at research. Why isn't he, like, looking into right. this girl he or her should family? Know about that it. should be part yeah. of it, for sure. Also, because he's hired specifically for his research yeah. ability. What the hell is with under the stairs? He there's like the a there's like the a thing sh- under his stairs yeah. or in his Why room. Why doesn't he take photos of anything either? Yeah. But he just closes He's it up rep- and he doesn't blow out all the candles. I know. I That's what I said. Blow out the, the candles, candles first. It's wooden. And my friend was like, "Oh, maybe like didn't maybe he? they cut? Maybe yeah, they cut that part out because oh you got to keep God. the pace up." Yeah, but like yeah. that is you're stairs. gonna be set on fire yeah. in your home while you sleep. Yeah, and also right. just for evidence. Or keep the photo. She scratched out his face in his photo of him as a child with his grandpa. The only copy of this yeah. photo. That's not <laughs> But creepy. the darkroom scene. Where the darkroom scene. I'll remember that forever. Oh it makes my me God. scared of darkrooms and chemicals. Coming. Why is she breathing in those chemicals? Well, my yeah. mom is a photographer, so we had a darkroom in our house. We we turned the garage <laughs> into one. And so this was like such an impactful thing because we had a darkroom. So were you like, terrified I was like, this of could bees happen coming to in every time you were there? <laughs> We didn't have like an air duct thing like that because it was Thank in a garage. God. Yeah. But that's so Too creepy. Scary. She she does the walk first. The whole nest gets tossed oh. in, and then and that she's actress fearless. Is she took the, the nest by herself. Also, why did Amber bag. Tamblin say, "Meet me by Benson. the tree in their yard"? Like, how about meet oh, yeah, me at meet a cafe at or something? Like, yeah, or of course you're gonna get caught after yeah. she she doesn't secure your saddle. Yeah. Oh, of that course. part. I knew it was coming, of too. Course, the whole me thing. Too. You're like, it's oh, the no. first jump she makes. Rich she girls love jump. riding. Yeah. And I mean that in all ways. Wow. Yeah. Very sexual. <laughs> That's over what this here. movie taught me. <laughs> I oh, mean, wow. the line guess Just, what? I got my period. Oh, my God. I have I'm that. I'm definitely written. not pregnant. 
Not that I had any reason to be. <laughs> that was one that I, my mouth was agape. Does she think it's sexy? I wonder. I think it's a way of being like, I'm a woman. You know? Yeah. That bizarre. Because I think that's her saying she got bragging. it for the first time, right? Yeah. Right. It's like, and it's I may be 14, but my body is a yeah, woman. Yeah, exactly. Now I can get pregnant. Yeah. Which is what you always wanted. Well, to I sat down and watched this girl. with Brad, and I was like enthralled. And he, like, 20 minutes in, paused it and was like, I did not remember how terrible this dialogue is. And I was but like, it's what real. are you talking about? This dialogue is everything. <laughs> Moments where I was just like, wow. Well, because it's not only like Fatal Attraction, it's not only Lolita, but it's like a modern day Crucible, and she's Abigail, and he's mm-hmm. John Proctor. Like, mm-hmm. there are scenes that are like directly Crucible. Uh, like her screaming in, on the side of his like work party yeah. and trying oh, to like scene. make people yeah. like make them aware of what's going on and threatening his girlfriend. That's maybe the most and... horrific moment for me because you feel that like. Oh, when she walks through the fucking mm. presentation. Oh, and she's like, hi, honey, or whatever she And says. then yeah. slaps him. I screeched when she <laughs> slapped him. It was so awesome. That's like a real fear that I can connect to of like being humiliated in a way that you can't then really explain, explain or be believed. And you lose your job and your livelihood. And, and that's he's like yelling at her and she is screaming for everybody yeah. to hear. And, and then he has to drag her away. It? And he like that makes him look so much scarier. Yeah, he looks oh, like the yeah. aggressor, which is what she wants. I'm sure yeah. she wanted him to hit her. Mm-hmm. But like this also we have to talk about like this part of the reason this couldn't be made today is because this is like teaching especially young guys, like, be afraid of women and don't believe women. Women are liars who can manipulate you and use their sexuality and frame you for rape, which (laughs) she does fully in the movie. Right. Uh, Gotta get that condom out of the trash can. In the 90s, I was witness to a similar situation where a lady, a young girl, you know, a 14-year-old or whatever, yeah, 14, was actually having a sexual relationship with some guys of our age and told me if she got caught, she would lie and say that they forced her. Wow. And that's exactly what happened. <gasps> the psycho- oh, no. school psychologist found out, told her parents, she lied and said that they forced her. They, meaning a Several person? boys. Whoa. Um, but, like, I was, this this is a whole weird chapter of my life because, like, I was, like, that kind of, like, the gay kid who was, like, wanted to be in on it but, like, wasn't actually part of the sexual part of it but I was turned on by the whole thing of it. Right. But, like, I would was there where, like, they would set up these areas where they could all, like, get down in the library or whatever. And so, like, I know she was, know, just, she like, was into it. Having sex with all these people Not having sex. Back? This was, like, you know, more mild, like, touching okay. and, like, maybe some oral stuff. But with, stuff. like, several different people? Yeah. Yeah. And it was a very like looking back, a very like bad fourteen ish. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I feel very bad for everyone involved, including very much including her. I in my life the crush was relevant because it was like, okay, I've seen this sort of thing happen where not for revenge or because you're psychotic, but out of fear and out of like feeling stuck like you're gonna be punished and slut shamed and judged and and like actually punished. And so you do something that is not uh, necessarily right, but Everything about the whole situation isn't right, but like same with this. Yeah. Carrie Elwes, El- Elvis, yeah, El- Els- Elsa. Away. I've been saying Els. <laughs> Carrie Elwes. I said a W because it's in there. Elwes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Carrie's character. What is his character's name? Nick. Nick. Nick was not in the right. We've already discussed that he was like. I feel like an enabler, but there's a part of me that's like... He's very feeding her attraction. Yeah. That's like, he's not that in the wrong. I think, you know, he could be much, much worse than he is. He could be, and he didn't do things wrong per se, but he could have been clear. He could have said, this is inappropriate, I'm not interested in you this way. I I could see like a, a young person who... 
who is smart and I like being around, yeah. who likes being around me and is clearly sad and lonely and frustrated with their social totally. situation. And I would want to be, too. I don't like it. I would want to be something to them because yeah. especially having been a, a, a genius, brilliant 14 year old <laughs> or whatever, like yeah. I, I would have wanted that to happen. I wouldn't have understood, but I also understand the situation and the stakes involved as the sexual thing starts right. becoming clear. I mean, that was clear from the beginning. I do think, look, if I met her and saw this beautiful, what I thought was a beautiful woman, only to find out that she's a 14-year-old girl, and then she's super smart, so smart that she rewrites my work and I get the front yeah. page because of it, I that's for sure would be element. like, if only you were 10 years older. I don't think that's wrong. It's it like, is Yeah, wrong. the only thing that is to wrong with the situation is, is her age. Unless you're going to say it in a way that's like, Look, at maybe in 10 years, we'll meet again and it'll be different. But to say it like that, that's something you keep to yourself. You don't say that to the kid. Yeah, I, to you me, are I don't just... see that big of a difference between if only, you know, maybe in 10 years. It's telling the kid, I have feelings for you too. But he's also saying, I'm not going to do anything about it because of your age. But that's not what she hears. That's, I mean, he's giving her an opening. That's what's wrong with I think it. you're right that that's not what she hears. But I don't think he's necessarily wrong for not intuiting that right away. I think also there are young people who... And obviously in this movie, it doesn't play out this way, but they believe they wouldn't say anything. So they might want you to think, they, they, they know they want a sexual encounter with you or a relationship or whatever, and they want you to think they're not going to tell anyone. You're, if you want this also, you're safe with me because right. I want it. I'm mature. I'm making this choice. It's our secret. It's our secret and nothing will happen. And of course, you should never have sex with an underage person. And also, you can't trust the young. Uh, <laughs> you can't trust anyone. But like, that's true. They yeah. are convinced <laughs> we all agree that on that you that point. they are believable in like trying to convince you that it'll be okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I think one thing also in defense of this movie, because you were saying it teaches you not to trust smart women or bees <laughs> or bees wasps. wasps. But I yeah. think it also is a good like don't sleep with anyone who's underage. So it has a good message. Yes, that is too, a, a universal, <laughs> um, timeless message. Yeah. Uh, the dad's line: "Adrian's a very special girl. This past year, she's really blossomed physically. I mean, that's and so then creepy." He says, he says, "I know, I noticed." I noticed. <laughs> and then the dad doesn't say anything no. there. He just sort and of smiles, like we up... have an adult male understanding about this hot right. oh ass. My God. Right. It's so creepy, but also to say, "I noticed." It's like you just met her. You didn't notice that she blossomed. No, he's saying, "I've noticed." I know. Her he's noticed. Yeah, it was she a looks weird like. Good. But it's and not then she comes up in a like, row. Yeah, yeah. How could you have known? He was like, "Oh, were you watch?" He should have said, "Were you watching her as a child?" Like right. I was. How did you know the <laughs> difference? But yeah. he did clearly say he noticed that she's an adult woman physically now. Right. And then when the dad goes on using sexual language, like, "Can you imagine like being me with the? I'm just my greatest fear is some young guy with a heart an oh, answering, yeah, standing at the door on. with a heart oh. on, poking out of his pants or whatever." I'm like, this you've Creepy. imagined way too much hardcore sexual situations with your blossom daughter yes okay i have a question and then the daughter guys. defends uh, does the book oh yeah. that right. part oh what book oh it must have been wuthering heights which she also is not very so if i was the dad i'd be like what do you mean what book he claims he just came over and returned right. to you the book that you lent him but she yeah. plays that scene so well she does she's believable so i get and the dad wants to believe her yeah, yeah. okay question about the dad i think 100 the moments that you've just described and also him having this like full-size carousel in the attic add up to him being a creep. However, I don't think the movie sees him as a creep. Do you think it's deliberate or do you think, what are they trying to say? I didn't see the dad as a creep. You didn't? No, I saw the dad as someone that like wants his you daughter to him. stay like a little girl. <laughs> 
There's like a lot of. Did you say you wanted him, like yeah. she wanted to fuck the dad. Oh. Okay, great. <laughs> so into him. Now, you wanted him. I just felt like, in like Eureka. really weird ways, he's like. I think the whole thing, that line about like she's starting to blossom physically, and him like fixing the carousel and stuff. I think he's trying to keep her a little girl. Well, Even he's also in that scene. Like, he's mm-hmm. visually. There's so much okay. going on in that He's scene. He's like trying to lock her down. And yeah. congratulations, Alan Shapiro, on the layered scene you have here. Yeah. But like, because he's not only not he's doing this like sort of winky-ish or interpretably winky, like we're both men, we know what hot girls look like, yeah. and that's my daughter thing. But he's also using the tools and being like, I wouldn't want to have to it's like snap his dick yeah. off kind of stuff with, and he's got the like wrench or whatever. Right. So it's it, like it, saying if you, fuck it's with a dad's. Daughter, yeah, he's yeah. warning yeah. him, saying, "I'm telling you." That I see what you see. I know she's a bl- an adult woman now. You better not. Yeah. You better not. But she's also made it clear that she's not interested in the carousel. So is it just like a weird sort of like tinkering that's fun to him? Or is there some No, I think it that... is like kind of trying to preserve this idea of what he thinks his daughter is. For sure. And that is definitely at work in like it's them denial. being unwilling Hardcore to believe denial. anything she does is wrong. Yeah. And yeah. that she does any of the things that are accused I understand why you don't think he's a creep. I think it's just creepy that he is so committed to this carousel. And then in the end, when they come to their fight in the end, where it just even all these child dolls everywhere. Mm -hmm. And of course, I don't think the movie sees him as creepy. The movie sees this as an opportunity for a creepy, horror-y setup to pay off at the end. And it, it layers in the like... She's been protected and preserved by her parents, but like he doesn't. I don't think we're meant to think the dad is like a creepy carousel yeah. guy. You know? I think you're. I, yeah, I don't think he's meant to. It be It just creepy. happens to be in place. They're like, oh, this is gonna be such a great you last know, scene. It is this kind carousel of carousel cool. and these I'm kids' toys. Everywhere. And I remembered yes. that scene. Like I, that was that had stuck in my brain. The carousel. It's a cool symbol, and I didn't feel that way till now that we're talking about it. But it is this kind of like symbol of youth and innocence, and it's also like where a girl kills her own father seemingly we don't know if he survived that's interesting and also yeah. like i don't think they hit this hard enough but the symbolism of the dad trying to keep her innocence right. when she is clearly fighting and like stretching out of her body any way she can to like say i'm not innocent anymore yeah. i'm not that innocent <laughs> uh, it, and like he is insisting on keeping up this restoration and wishing she would like this carousel and playroom mm-hmm. that he's built for her the fact the horror all plays out there the like right. the, the way this comes to a head this monster character kidnapping you know like dragging I don't know how she gets Cheyenne up the attic stairs right. and tied to a carousel she's not drugged right and no, if she knocked I... her out then she would be a body you have to carry up these Still stairs I think pull she up on the carousel and tie to, to the it yeah. I think she probably was playing the carousel and, and then how did she get her tied to it though she probably knocked her out but, but then she has to heavy. lift that body and maybe tie it's it. like the same way moms when they have to save their daughters have super strength and can lift a car <laughs> and she's like i need to fuck carrie always well if carrie always has strength. the super punch at the end then certainly she maybe she has super strength yeah, too yeah i know his punches it's insane but the well, she symbol does push of him like off the balcony too before that so she's she's got some she's strength. She's got yeah. some strength. Well, she's a horse. She's got some psycho rider. strength. That's true. Uh, she's got psycho strength. Yeah. 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 But it you is when you're crazier, you've got yeah. she's this been chopping the lemons. She's working out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that t- it does take strength. God, uh, that scene is amazing where she's so like ah, ah, ah. I wish we could see a sequence of her working out to prepare for for this. But yeah. like it I think it's really notable that and I never re- I didn't think about it so much before of of like 
this is what ha- this is like a lesson to parents. Like this is what happens when you deny yeah. the yeah. nature that yeah. nature is taking place. She is becoming a sexually mature woman. Teenage girls and and girls who are fourteen and younger have these desires. This is not just thing we should assume boys have and accept right. that they have and reward them and or then cheer them on. Demonize for. girls. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and of course she's going to end up doing these psychotic things. This is a a lesson movie uh, a cautionary tale <laughs> to parents to yeah. not deny young women their right to sexuality all right we've got a lot of lessons from this movie yeah morals of the crush but that's super punch we like that we cannot just wash over, over that it. that punch right. is oh insane. also i do love the line when uh, amy says to her adrian Go play. Go play. Oh, yeah. And she's and livid. Then because she's the only one. Amy's the only one that treats Adrian like a child. Yes. Because yeah. she's also like, I understand you have a crush on Nick, but once you go back to school, you'll like totally forget about him. Yeah, yeah. she's trying to talk to her as a, an adult to a child. Yeah. Rather than as a parent to a child that's being preserved or as an adult to a child who wishes what they were an adult also. Right. She's the adult in the situation. Yeah, she's she's awesome. At the best part yeah. of that moment to me is that after she says "go play," which at this point you should be more scared of her. You know that she has erased your boyfriend's report for his yeah. job, and you have done all this. You've scratched cocksucker into his car. These are yeah. major crimes and right. offenses yeah. that should really freak you out. So she's antagonizing her by saying "go play," yeah. minimizing her and dismissing her as a child, which she clearly doesn't want to be treated as. And then she gets in her car and for some bizarre reason, pokes her head out of the the driver's side seat and just, like, looks at her. What? Who does that? I don't know. What a bizarre little moment Maybe that's to make sure she's not following her or something. (laughs) Maybe she does get an inkling of, "Uh uh-oh, I shouldn't have talked to her that way. She's frightening. Yeah. But you could still glance in, like, the rear view. Yeah, it's so weird (laughs) to poke your head fully out of the car. She gets attacked by bees. She ends up in the hospital, Amy. And then Alicia's there when he gets the call. Mm Mm-hmm. Then later when she's with Cheyenne, she says, poor baby, like I just, I really took care of him and he cried on my shoulder. She's lying, It really brought us closer. Yeah, that's my question. Do you think that he did like confide in her in that moment? Because we never see him go to the hospital to see Amy. I know. Yeah. He's a terrible partner to Amy. But I do think she's lying. Do you think so? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think so. That part I never know because he is there and he is like, she was in an accident, and right. he is like breaking down in front. I of think her. he might have broken down in front of her, but not actually leaned on her. Like she might have just witnessed it, but I don't think he's like crying on her shoulder. I also have a question: as he discovers the cave beneath the, the shrine and the lair, right before he discovers it, he sees the floppy disk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes. I thought at first, oh, it's not deleted. You grabbed the it's wrong exactly one. Exactly what I thought, and she was just putting the fear of God into him. Yes. They never address it. No. no, I think it's breadcrumbs for her to be like, I did it, motherfucker. But why? He already knows she did it. I, I guess know. it's to call attention to the carpet so that right. she'll, yeah. she'll, she'll he go under and find it. But did she want him to find it? Yes. Yeah. You think so? Otherwise, think so. she's just going to start a fire and burn the house. Yeah. She's like, he has to blow out the <laughs> candles. She's really yeah, counting on him she... finding that yeah. burning shrine. I don't shrine. think she left the candles there like on purpose like to just be like, I lit them and now I'm going to leave. I think oh, she lit them for him to find. To me, the lighting of them is like the casting of a spell, not like for him to find or to burn the place down, just like making a wish and lighting a candle basically but i think she's she's that, if that candles. was in her room i would buy that but and then it but is later she's try, yeah <laughs> she's trying to freak him out i think into yeah. like 
conceding to her love. Yeah. She might as well have said, if you don't have sex with me, I'm going to tell everyone you raped me. So right. you might as well have sex with me because you're going to get fucked. Well, you're going to be in trouble either way. Then. But if you have sex with me willingly, I won't say the rape thing. Right. So she should, if she had said that, she probably could have gotten that Carrie Elwes dick, but yeah. she didn't. <laughs> and then no one gets what they want then. She, she gets, gets that line uh, earlier yeah. where she's like, have you ever done a virgin? Yes. I mean, she is like coming on strong. Oh, for sure. I mean, and another then, hot. And then she does cry rape. Yeah. For sure. I mean, another lesson in and this movie like, is like. Did they check her hymen? Because they say <laughs> right? they say that there's sperm in there, but I was like. Yeah. Although but you can you're, you're don't always, they're going to do a does rape your, kit. Hymen always break when you Especially first are penetrated. Horseback riding is a very common way to break. I was wondering it, so. about that. So yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have a scene where she where she explains this to him is like. So that she lays the track of like there won't be proof that I wasn't you know raped what? by you. Even just fingering yourself, you can break your hymen. There's that's easy. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. This is also teaching us like believe people when they tell you who they are the first time because like right. she's a psycho early on. Yeah, yeah. and these Red flags. these are people who no one wants to keep your baby picture. Yeah, yeah. And you Red at flags. the end, you are in a house where you have gone to her room. There's a burning shrine there in her room now with oh. precariously set candles yeah. on f- a blaze and she has just framed you for rape after all these other things and beaten herself up yeah her face and, is all bloodied and yeah. bruised and you're gonna walk turn your back and walk away and go look for cheyenne she has a stick which apparently this stick is a catch-all if you get hit in the back with this stick you are knocked it's the, out yeah. well it's but weird like, to me it's the attic stick it's which that. i never had anything like that there was always like a, a string that would come down yeah but it in this seems one, weird because like, what happens if you lose stick. the stick yeah. or your daughter goes crazy and knocks people out with it and there's it's gone. also some good symbolism that i didn't think of till right now in like what she uses to knock him out is like the portal to this adolescent to her, fantasy. yes yeah like well and how the dad can't get in oh, the dad like brilliant. isn't man enough to get in he's like sure can't access anymore because her her the one person he thinks raped his daughter and took her innocence is up there is up trying there. to I did that scene of him just like he's he just can't reach it I remembered that because yeah. it was like it's such a frustrating he thing for him it. he does such a good job of yeah. like jumping and then he's trying to reach it and then yeah. it's like it is like he's not man enough to get up there but then he does it's weird that they he's make those, stack a those, bunch of uh, those oh, loops he? that yeah, small yeah he's just like stack yeah. things to get up there Oh, I don't he's too that. short. I he just reached it and got it. No, down. he has to go get some stuff to stand on. Yeah, he's standing on, on like a little step stool okay. type of thing mm-hmm. or whatever, okay. and you think it might. And he's fall. like on the tip, and it's like leaning as he's like as he gets it. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's a good detail. Uh, a question for you: At the very end, they lead us to believe that she's doing this again. She's now fallen. She's in a, in a psych ward, and her caretaker or whatever, the doctor. somebody, sure, the one doctor. of the doctors. How who, does she get a picture? I guess from that's his a good office. Question. She yeah, swiped that's it. what yeah. I thought. Because he seems to be giving her special privileges because she's he like, does. oh, alone. Which he yes. should know better. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think that it works on him or do you think he's like very aware of why she's in this place in the first place? No, I think it's working. That whole thing where he's like, don't worry. When I, once other people see how changed you are, yeah. like I think he's bought a hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Or that is wife this a condemnation of adult men who are like, Using the the privilege of their adultness and their hotness to like validate themselves by flaming the interest of a young yeah. psychotic girl. He does seem into it. Guys love attention from hot girls. Yeah, I've, I've learned. I don't. <laughs> but I've, I've learned. It from I feel like observing. even you like attention. I like attention. I like attention from hot people. Of yeah. course. Same for me. Hot people. I mean, Guys, people just be, in general, just but... be aware of underage shot people, okay? Let's, let's keep it I've had, I've literally made people send me pictures of their driver's license before I'll even, like, 
consider meeting them That's for smart. coffee. Yeah. yeah. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> Who but do you guys think you are in this movie? Uh, God, I want so bad to be Amy, but I think I'm and probably like the Amber character, the uh, Cheyenne. Who, little, <laughs> did you guys think, I, when I watched it again, I thought that's Lauren Ambrose. I was sure it was Lauren oh. Ambrose, but it's not her. It's Amber Chamberlain, obviously. Amber uh, <laughs> but then I looked it up. I didn't realize it was Amber Benson until the credits. She oh. looks so much like a young uh, Lauren Ambrose. I and see that. Lauren Ambrose stars in Can't Hardly Wait, yes. as we all know. And Amber Benson has an uncredited <gasps> yeah, part in that high movie. High she's girl, the high, high girl. girl. Oh, high girl, And right. I thought how I sadly that ironic movie. that she is in the movie, that the girl she looks like, who is oh. <laughs> at the same point in her, she's at the same basic age in her career. They look kind of very similar. And Lauren is starring in the movie, and she gets an uncredited yeah. cameo. But then she gets Buffy. She's yeah, fine. Which I I've never, I've never really seen Buffy, so I don't know that she's in Buffy until now I do. But, but it's like, good to yeah. know that it's she good gets to know that she has some, She has a future. Yeah. Who are you in The Crush? I don't know who I am either. There are certainly times when I'm Darren. Yeah. Darian, rather, or yeah. Adrian. Uh, I've never gotten that extreme, but like, Certain, you know, when you have a crush on someone, you're like, yeah, oh, that's true. Even when I you're validated like, by yeah. them, and like middle school, and the writing of the yeah, initials middle school, I to. definitely yeah. more of a middle school thing, and not yeah. a 30, 36 yeah. year old. When you're thing. in fourteen, yeah. when you're fourteen or fifteen, <laughs> yeah. At her age, I was not uh, a psychotic and destructive in that same way, but I certainly ha- fell hard, and it wasn't love; it was just like an insane, intense crush that was all consuming. Where like I couldn't think. Oh yeah, yeah. we haven't talked about crushes like that. The yeah. subject of this movie. Oh, oh I yeah. remember having this where it's like, if I love him so much, I'm gonna die. I yeah, still have them. Not I'm gonna die, but like I, I, I don't even know if I call them crushes. But like when you're interested in someone or they're interested back and whatever, like it's like yeah. infatuation. Yeah, and you get yes. like Obsession. a little obsessive, and mm-hmm. like I don't, I'm more self destructive than destructive to them, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely am like, are they on Instagram? Did they sign into the app? Right. Are they like, could are they could they possibly still be asleep? Are they really at work? Have they not checked oh, their phone I yet? In like, are they, school, are they playing games with me on purpose? Like, you'd call in Star Sixty Seven so they wouldn't see your yeah. number. Oh yeah, and then just hang up yeah. when they answered. Oh, I would listen. You don't hang up when they answer. No. You have to hear them. Yeah, but you know what I mean. You wait till like, they after they say hello. Hello, you gotta listen to their voice. I also would do like Star Sixty Seven with one phone. And then call somebody else on another phone, and you'd hold one upside down so that they could hear each other. And then it's like, no, you called me. Oh fun. yeah, and sure. And toilet paper their houses. Oh, you guys are such bad girls. You're so bad girls. Mature. Well, I want to say before we forget, we're in February now, mm-hmm. and My birthday we chose. Month. Oh, when's your birthday? February twenty third. All right. Happy Pisces, early birthday. Happy realness. early birthday. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're yeah. kicking it's off the love birthday. month. This is the love month. Oh, happy birthday, your twin! What a coincidence. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That's so weird that you easy for you to remember. Yes. Yeah, we were we're gonna we're going for a Valentine's Day theme this month. Watching a lot of love movies, or in this love case, gone infatuation movies. I mean, when doesn't love go wrong? Sorry, yeah. when does well, love go also, wrong? Sorry, <laughs> what did you guys think? Okay, so she's perfect in this, but I did read that Reese Witherspoon was in consideration. For yes, that. I read that too. Me and Faruza Balk, yes, of the aforementioned the favorite, The Craft, yeah. and Return to Oz. <laughs> this woman permeates our heart. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone else could play this Psyche. part, but I would have been curious to see Reese Witherspoon because, like, from Man in the Moon and stuff, she was so innocent looking. 
It also yeah. would have been a I great companion it, piece to Fear. I was just thinking the same thing, which we're also doing this Which month. is yes. the, male, the male version of this. Yeah. Which we also didn't get. In Fear, they do the great scene where he's beating his chest. And then he's like, oh, yeah. I, the dad hit me. And we don't get the scene of her smacking right, her just face. Which, aftermath. which I wish we Why did. Why is that in there? Uh, like, was I he afraid it was scenes. too campy? Like, I, there are lots of scenes like I would have loved to see. running into a wall or something. Yeah. Oh, I would have loved it. There's a great, no spoilers for who it is, but there is a great thing in Scream 4, if you haven't seen Scream 4, where somebody and beats haven't. themselves up to, to say that I was beat up. And the scene of that person doing it is amazing. Oh, that's and it's cool. like, I, I to wanted to see Me Alicia too. Silverstone like running into this the the door handle or something right. like because you know she would have sold it yeah i know oh, I she's so good i wonder oh, if yeah. those are deleted scenes I mean, any excuse also just to hear one of her squeals or screeches again they're so <sighs> unique amazing. they're so i know good i mean somebody she's make great. a meme of this or, or you know or one write of something things. for her now well what i think it's too late why she's done well, she, she has cookbooks and stuff. She has cookbooks. She oh, breastfeeds. No, she's on. She's, she's on a Paramount show. Oh, she's on a show, show yeah. yeah show? With would, Mina Zuvari. I, oh. oh, wow. American woman. I would love for her to have a, a new burst of career. I would, too. Yeah, she, she was, was on that show no, last year. I don't know if it's it. coming back, but she was the star of that show. I love that. Um, I would like to say, as we're gearing up to sign off, uh, that none of us are fucking each other. Yet, so this true. was a very love-filled episode, so even if you're single, whatever, love yourself, love someone else, happy Valentine's month, it's all a gimmick, and it's all commercial, and it's all dumb. Make somebody lemonade. Make someone some lemonade. Light some candles beneath someone's house. Yeah, the real erotic thriller is between you and yourself. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well said. How the hell can you love somebody else to death? Unless if you're you not obsessed with yourself. Yeah, if you're not violently, criminally obsessed with yourself. Yeah. Write cocksucker on your car. Yeah. Carve it. Really go car for it. Your, I mean, <laughs> Rewrite your own article. I think it's implied on my car, but I should write it. Yeah. I mean, it's just I a do love the next Prius. the next scene, though, where he just has that, like, cover. He just takes yeah. the thing over. And it looks <laughs> fine. It's like, relatable. He's not going to repaint it? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's going to just do it again. Yeah, there's a lot of attention paid to the car early on, and then it disappears yeah. about yeah. how much he loves that car. Yeah. Maybe she's trying to out him. Why did she choose cocksucker? I think it's because that's like what was written on his car. That's true. In real life. Well, not quite. It was something right. that involved cock. Yeah, what was it? It was like three words. You suck cock or something. Yeah, I think that that yeah. might have been it. So then they were like, that's too long. Well, what <laughs> if we combine it? <laughs> yeah. It's probably more letters, cocksucker. Yeah, it said Alan sucks cock. Or it's yeah. the same. It's one letter car. less. Yeah. It's just economical. Yeah. But yeah, this is a funny... Production was like, this is a red flag. We have to shorten this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to promote anything? Um, no, I mean, I'm single, so you should obviously uh, get at me. Yeah. Uh, some marzipan. Yeah. Oh, get at me with marzipan. Oh. <laughs> How can they find you to do so? Well, I'm on social media. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know about social media. I've heard of it. Uh, oh, my... we're on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> this well, podcast is. Uh, I'm at Brendan, please. You know, On everything? Brendan, Twitter, please. Instagram? Yes, Twitter oh. and Instagram. Facebook is my name, but mm-hmm. you don't get to add me unless we're friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you can Are add you me. Are on dating apps? I am on dating apps. Keep an eye out for Brendan who loves marzipan and has red hair. That's right. Yeah, I mean, just keep, keep tabs on me, you know? <laughs> Follow my career, mm-hmm. former and future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like you were there then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were here now. We are here now. Yeah. 
Uh, we I think discovered it's Alicia be... Silverstone. We we did it. Discovered each other. Hey, do you want to tell people why they should uh, listen to why they should rate and review and give us five stars and write nice things? Because it's a cool person thing to do. Are you a cool person? <laughs> if you've listened to the podcast, presumably you like it, and I think uh, you. We all have to recognize that. Things don't just happen by magic, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of podcasts out there. Let's uh, let's be real. <laughs> All right, that's Brendan saying, "Be real." <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a guest. This is a movie that I'm dying to do. I've got a crush on this movie. I got a crush on you guys. <laughs> We're all crushing on We're each crushing, other, and that's oh, yeah. why they should crush on this podcast. Okay, bye. Yay. Oh, I love this movie, guys. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It makes me happy.